You're listening to my Peeping Light podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody who is listening from no matter where you are in the world. Welcome to my Peeping Life podcast. My name is Samuel and Murphy and this is, I am proud to say, episode 51. We are moving ahead, we are moving forward and I am growing, hopefully you are growing with me and I'm still having an amazing time. This is fulfilling for me and I am at one of my happy places when making these podcasts for you. So, welcome to episode 51 everybody and today we're going to be talking about loosening your grip because this is something that I have had to learn as holding on too tightly has been something that I used to struggle with in the past and I have slowly learned that you cannot hold on too tightly to anything because nothing is forever and life is constantly changing. So episode 51, I hope you guys have a blast along with me and I will be right back with my blog post from tamstermay.com. My Peeping Light podcast is a podcast that discusses finding the light in darkness. It takes you on a journey of self-expression and discovery as I navigate my way through healing and challenges as I face the world and myself. This is where I share the tools that I have used and the lessons that I have learned along the way. My name is Tammy Lynn Murphy and this is my Peeping Light podcast. I am back and today I am going through, as I said earlier, Loosen Your Grip, written by myself on tamstermay.com, where as you know, I love to share my heart and soul with you in the form of writing. So if you're a reader and you're keen on reading small little snippets of my life, please feel free to go to tamstermay.com, T-A-M-S-T-A-M-E, Com and have a read. There's uh, <laughs> lots of pieces of me on there and um, I suppose lots of life lessons that I've learned along the way, which is basically what this is all about. Sharing is caring, right? So sharing myself with you is one of my greatest achievements and one of the things that have helped me grow into becoming a more confident person and a more enlightened person by learning how to face my fears and instead of holding on to things, I am now learning to let go and to share. So balancing out life can be a time consuming effort that needs our daily attention in order for balance to become our center and our home. Many habits must be shared and many new habits must be created. It's a constant flow of change and evolving. We never stop growing. You know, learning new habits is not an easy thing. I'm I'm talking about this, I'm deviating slightly from the blog post, but for me specifically, I love to try new things and I love to try to develop new habits. But what I've learned is that I'll immerse myself in it and 
some of them stick and some of them fall away. Learning a new habit is not an easy thing. And the same goes for habits that must be shared. It's not something that just happens. You know, you don't just decide I'm not going to do this most of the time and you just don't do it because you always seem to fall back into bad habits and habits that you're used to. So, you know, I say that many habits must be shared and many new habits created, but I don't say that lightly because I do understand that there's a lot of work that goes into it, especially when you're me. (laughs) There's a lot of effort and there's a lot of work and there's a lot of trying and failing and trying again and failing and eventually... If I, if I persist enough, you know, um, a lot of the good habits do stick. So back to the blog, the thoughts and effort that gets put into yourself is what ultimately ends up reaping those rewards. The seed that you planted in your mind or that you plant in your mind, that thought, you know, that idea, whether it's good or bad, if it's nurtured properly, it'll grow and will eventually begin to bear fruit. So whether your fruit is good or bad really depends on both the environment that the seed or thought or idea was planted in and how you nurture it in that environment. So the seed is used in many books to describe thoughts and ideas in order to help you get a clearer picture of the growth processes and to understand that it's all the same. The cycle of life, the cycle of growth and Also the reality of death. Nothing that is alive can live forever. There's always a time limit for life. I do believe though that as we create a reality through the thoughts and ideas that we nurture and we grow, we have to understand that nothing is forever and that everything has that expiration date. So if your thoughts and ideas are not growing and evolving, then they surely are dying a slow death, which is really sad because If you put effort into your thoughts and ideas, they will grow. So in order for your ideas to survive the harsh reality of this world, you have to make difficult decisions. Like what stays and what goes? Or who stays and who goes? What is helping and what is hurting your process? What ideas get to live and which ones have to die off and become a memory? What is important to you and what is not? What to focus on? and what to ignore. You know, it's a harsh reality, (laughs) but it's reality nonetheless. Even in biblical days, they speak of God pruning the tree in order for it to bear fruit. You know, the analogy of a tree and life and its roots are a strong one, which is why mankind keeps turning to it to explain. But again, in reality, pruning, pruning is a violent, and painful process. Cutting off the bad parts of a thing to promote growth of good parts. You know, we have two rose bushes at home and without regular pruning, those two babies get really unhappy and stop flowering. So we have to continuously prune them in order for them to live and to thrive and to bloom. You know, and the same goes with your ideas and the same goes with your thoughts and the same goes with the people you surround yourself with. In general, you have to take account of everything that you're doing, everything that you're thinking, all the people that you're surrounded by, you know, what your work environment is like, and do the difficult thing and remove the dead weight, remove the negativity, remove the ideas that are not working for you. 
you have to take the time and you have to go through the processes. Anyway, I'm going to stop harping on about plants and trees now because I think you get the idea. I know I got it the first time I heard it, but I didn't really let it sink in. I didn't absorb it until later on in my life when I was ready to understand the full reality of having to cut out the bad habits in my life in order to help me grow as a person. Like, like eating junk for an example, that has got to go if I'm going to be healthy in general. I struggle with this one terribly, <laughs> I really do. But I have to embrace, or I try my best to embrace good habits to nurture myself and my body. Now the reason why I have gone through so many ups and downs in mental health, in body weight, in feeling excited about life in general, is because of my habits. You know, I can, I can now sit back and assess my own life and say that, you know, when I exercised, hiked, went jogging, went walking regularly, I was the healthiest. I had the most energy. And I was generally more enthusiastic about life then than when I'm not busy or when I'm not exercising and when I'm not feeling my healthiest. When I do not exercise at all, I get very low very easily and I'm less productive and it's really difficult you know to get the day started because I've done both you know I've seen both I've seen the results of both options and I can tell you that there's no better feeling for me than your heart pumping because of a good exercise session you know oxygen is flowing through your body your mind is alert your body is ready for anything and it's how I reach my best and most productive place as a person. Now that I get to compare them both, I actually get to choose which is better for myself and not because somebody told me that I must exercise anymore, it's now because when I did it, I felt much better and achieved more than when I didn't. So nobody wants to feel sick or sluggish, really, nobody wants to be lazy and unproductive. I really just think that your mental health needs some tender loving care, or at least mine does, in order to help my mind clear the fog so that, you know, those people too can see the light and the benefits of moving your bodies. I don't declare to be perfect. I never have been, and I don't, I don't strive to be perfect. Perfection is overrated. You know, I've gained back all my weight in the last 10 months that I lost two years ago. And I'm again sitting right where I started at a whopping 94 kilograms, which is heavy, but I'm tall. <laughs> so it's not as bad as it looks or sounds, but it's still bad for my health. You know, people will look at me and say, oh, I don't know why you're going on, you know, you don't look fat. And you know, it's not even about being bigger. It's about being healthier. You know, I lose my breath quicker. Um, I'm out of breath much quicker now when I'm walking than I used to be. And I remember being here before. I remember starting here a couple of years ago. And I remember how as I got fitter and as I got healthier, it got easier for me to do everything and anything and my mind became more alert. You know, it was nobody's fault that my own, but my own that I got back here because I let the negative narrative in my mind stop me from a part of life that I actually love and that actually makes me happy. And that is, you know, walking, hiking and nature and movement, beach walks and just gentle walks or jogging out in nature, just being out in nature. I always go back to it because I love it. And 
even though sometimes my energy doesn't allow me or doesn't, you know, the narrative in my mind doesn't allow me, I always find my way back. So it's not something that I have to force all the time because once I'm in nature, I am in my happy place. And I find myself drawn to beach walks more lately now that I had started again than I did earlier in the year. So I guess what it all comes down to for me is a matter of life or death, dramatic much, but the truth for me. What will I allow to live in my mind and what will I leave to die? What habits must be shed and which ones should get nurtured? Only I can make these choices. Only I have the power to give life to new habits in my life and remove the old. You know, it's up to me in the end what I do with the breath that I have been gifted each day, with the chance at life that I've been allotted when many did not wake up this morning. You know, I may not be perfect, but nobody really is. But I'm here and I have another day in me and I declare, you know, through the grace of God that this day will be a day filled with good, with growth, with change for the better. You know, with some movements, <laughs> aka exercise. <laughs> and I'll use it for the best of my ability, to the best of my ability, to be wholeheartedly the best version of myself that I know how to be. You know, once I know better, I will do better. And I will not allow the opinions of others to deviate me from my path. Sometimes my own opinions deviate me from my path, but I think most important what I've learned is not to allow others to deviate me from my path. So that's me for today, good people. What about you? What needs to be pruned in your life? You know, what is bad for you, but you keep holding on to it with dear life, even though it doesn't serve you anymore? I challenge you to loosen the grip and keep telling yourself why you need to let go until you have the will to do just that. Whatever that bad habit may be, a person, a job, an eating habit, lack of movement, too much TV, or even isolation. Whatever it is, identify it, tell it that its days are numbered, and then when you are ready to let go of it then you absolutely must let that thing go. I must warn you though, that you will grieve for it for a while. You will want it back. <laughs> but I think the important thing is that you have to keep reminding yourself on a daily basis why you stopped in the first place, why you identified it as bad and how it was negatively impacting your life. You know, it's the only way, it's hard work, it takes strength and determination, but I know that you can do it. Because if I can do it, then so can you. The key for me is that when I make mistakes, I'm not so hard on myself anymore. I allow myself mistakes now, which is something that I had to learn again. I had to learn how to, how to make mistakes. Laughing at myself and making mistakes was just not allowed in my past, but I realized that I had to let that into my life. And I had to allow joy to enter my heart. I tell you it wasn't easy, <laughs> but it sure was worth it. So let joy into your heart. Let air into your lungs. Laugh so much that it hurts. Let good people into your space 
and then enjoy the ride. Hold the memories dear and let those moments of happiness carry you through to the next challenge or carry you through the next challenge because nothing is forever. Good things will end, bad things will come, bad things will end and good things will come again. Nothing lasts forever and it will do you good to remember that while you are living that you should live your best life. You know I absolutely loved writing this piece. It brought so much reflection and it helped me to remember, you know, my ups and my downs. And I've been through many ups and downs. And I'm just grateful that I get to share this with you. So from me to you, I want to wish you all love and light and happiness and everything that comes in between. I wish you learn to embrace all of it to be fully immersed in the ups and the downs and to realize that it is the combination of them all that makes you you and you should appreciate that and you should embrace that. My name is Tammy Lynn Murphy and you're listening to my Peeping Light podcast. Thank you everybody for joining me and I will see you next time. Peace. I'm out. Established in 2017, Tamsin began as a means to develop myself into the person that I envisioned and to help others to do the same by sharing my stories through written words in the form of a blog. In March of 2021, my Peeping Light podcast was added to the brand in order to expand the vision and knowledge through spoken word as well. The Tamstermay brand represents light in a world full of dark spaces and offers followers and listeners a chance to find their inner light through storytelling, information sharing, poetry and life experiences. I would personally like to welcome you to the Tamstermay family. My name is Tamilyn Murphy and I am the founder of Tamstermay. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for sharing your life with me and I would like to wish you all love and light. You're listening to my Peeping Light podcast.